Thanks for listening to the Calgary Business Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Wozni, and the following episode is sponsored by the team at Crypto 528 DAO with a view to be your weekly source of crypto news, education, trading, and helping guide you through another crypto winter. Please note that all discussions in these episodes are for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as legal, business, investment, or tax advice. You should consult your own advisors as to those matters. References to any securities or digital assets are for illustrative purposes only and do not constitute an investment recommendation or offer to provide investment advisory services. I hope you enjoy this weekly crypto update series and invite you to leave a review. This will allow others to easily find the Calgary Business Podcast, including all episodes in this Crypto 528 sponsored series. I also invite you to subscribe to the Calgary Business Podcast from whatever app you access your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and even Amazon Music. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great day. Good evening and welcome to episode nine of the Crypto Market Update, sponsored by Crypto 528 DAO. Um, yes, I'm Alan. Is that so, Mark? I think, I think, do they exist in Caymans, or you're still are you registered in Caymans Crypto Five Two Eight DAO? No, we're registered out of BVI actually. Okay, so yeah. Crypto Five Two Eight DAO is the this this is our podcast series. I'm Alan Wozni, and my co-host is Mark Magalioki. And if for those yo, that yo, can't yo. see, Mark is wearing a very you know very oh, my Cayman not? Island type oh. kind of Hawaiian type shirt, right? Is that right, Mike? Yeah, it's very festival. It's very, very festival. Is that, is that like standard attire down in Cayman Islands? Uh, you'd think, but um, I mean, there's a lot of Hawaiian <laughs> shirts. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, yeah, it, you know, it's it's like light material, so you get the, the wind going through there. Can't complain. Mark, I think the crypto the the crypto winds are in our favor this week. Uh, it has been a couple of weeks, though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that, but the news. I guess it's not like we have a ton on our agenda, but there's. I, I, you and I were just talking offline. I don't think there's sometimes when there's there's no news, it's just people make up news. They want to have yeah. they do surveys, which isn't really you know. It's like crypto. We 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 try to put in what people when they're adopting crypto, like you real use cases. I think in the past we talked with BlackRock, they had a, mm -hmm. you know, allowing access to their to their 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 clients and you know to crypto products. So that to me is adoption. That's you know even though it's a crypto winter, that's kind of adoption. Yep. I agree. I agree. Okay. I mean, so, like, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I just actually I just watched a documentary the other day on uh, it's called like Cryptopia, I think, or something like that. But yeah, they're saying. I mean, like, even the big banks are investing billions, and in, not specifically in crypto, but in the technology itself, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not going anywhere. It's just starting. It's just getting started. Well, right? we we saw a few a few episodes ago. We there was that top one hundred in fintech, top one hundred industrial companies. There's there's a lot of investments. Uh, kind of behind the scenes that that don't make the the, the frontline hit news right until they mm -hmm. usually it's, we talked offline a little bit there's and there's a hack or something negative but there's a lot of positives that are happening building the builders or biddlers are out there so yeah exactly okay. so let's look um, uh, yeah let's look at uh what, you know sorry you wanted to say something no 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 <laughs> so the, 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 this article when we picked up on uh crypto blockworks Crypto's revolving door hires are raising eyebrows among mm -hmm. U.S. lawmakers. So 
Is there something you want to you want to talk about that? Yeah, that's pretty interesting, man. So, I mean, basically, the the U.S. government, well, like the Senate and stuff like that, has come out and said um, they're concerned about the number of government officials leaving public service, like in the regulatory. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and taking up senior positions. So they said more than two hundred government officials have left public service jobs in favor of digital assets firms. Uh, and taking up senior positions, including advisors, board members, investors, lobbyists, legal counsel, or in-house executives. So that's pretty crazy. I mean, that's a great sign, though, because, you know, as soon as you get that that bridge, that, you know, that that network of connections and that, you know, I guess you can say the nepotism or whatever, you know, like when, when you have those connections, especially into lawmakers, that means that, um, you know, like the industry itself isn't going anywhere, right? Um, you know, it's really just solidifying the the fact that crypto is here to stay, right? You know, so uh, well, really good, try. Really I mean, that's so a long time ago, there was a Bloomberg, um, one of the Corey Johnson, he literally was the head of Bloomberg, uh, not Bloomberg crypto, but Bloomberg, um, the technology, right? He, he did it with with Emily Chan, Emily, Ch Emily Chan, Emily Chang, literally, he was the, the two co hosts, so Corey Johnson, and he went to Ripple. That was like mm -hmm. that was just at the height of the last crypto boom in 2018. So, but so that was kind of the when people in industry, sort of the financial services industry, went to crypto. That was a good sign. Now, what you're saying, I think this is even it's kind of because government people are probably way more conservative than say someone at Bloomberg to jump over. So this is that's a good. I think you're right. I agree with you. I think it's a, a terrific sign. Yeah, I mean, well, especially having the connections to government. I mean, it's a smart move for the whoever's picked those people up, right? Because uh, you know they're, they're not going to get their hands wrapped, and uh, you know they're going to have a lot of power and say in the shaping of the industry, right? So, well, um, having said that, and I I I don't remember I don't remember the name of the company, but uh, there's a there's an investigation of somebody in the UK where the former prime minister of UK Tony Blair had joined the board and was paid a lot of money for mm -hmm. a company that failed. They raised a lot of money. It wasn't crypto. It was just a it was a it was a fund manager uh and the reason i say that is because he was using his influence to access to you know government existing government officials and, and legislators regulators my take on this is you know on a more positive side not the nepotism but hey if if my fellow colleague former colleague is now in crypto he can i i will take the i will take that call or that meeting right to help understand because legislators i've heard this many times legislators can't know everything imagine they have a short life lifespan they can't they can't stay on top of everything so it's good to have that ear if there are people in the industry so i, I look at it that way yeah exactly yeah and that's you know that's exactly it right so and i mean it's really just going to be helping shape the industry itself and, and ensure its sustainability and survivability right so well signs all around on this other side there's been a few weeks the last few weeks uh, bloomberg uh, the Bloomberg Crypto Podcast. There's been reference to you know senior executives being replaced across the crypto sphere, and and then the the reasoning. One of them reason is to bring more maturity. People say you know people who know how to run a business versus just a crypto startup, and that that was an indicate. There's a, there's various indications, but this is a good opportunity not to clean house, but to get more uh, people with more industry experience, more senior experience in, in just running a company, not yeah, just a startup. Exactly. So that exactly. that's kind of been the higher, you know, the crypto higher, uh, not a revolving door per se, but uh, and that was I think you and I talked this a little bit offline. A lot of people are getting hired. There's a demand for some of the you know people once they get like there's a lot of that, you know Coinbase had layoffs, 
but those people are getting snapped up into TradFi or traditional finance into big banks because mm -hmm. their crypto experience can help them with a new blood. I, I don't think, I think that that link I gave you it got lost, but I thought that was the article we were talking about. But to me, that was a good sign as well that the, the Morgan Stanley's and other big and traditional banks are, are hiring those crypto experience or blockchain experience uh, people that are getting laid off on, on the crypto side because of the crypto winter. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's just good signs all around for, um, yeah, for crypto, right? So, yeah, but anyway, well, should we move on to the next one? So, uh, we got the, the Outlier Ventures. Is that the uh, the next one we're going to talk about? Yeah, so one of the newsletters I picked up uh, earlier in the month was Outlier Ventures, and they, there was three things they focused on. Uh, one was, there were several things, but three things I picked up from the newsletter was the Reddit Reddit users are now voting or, you know, they're allowing NFTs. I, maybe you could speak to this a bit more than me, but this, Apparently, 3 million wallets on the platform have opened uh, an, an NFT or their NFT, you know, release its NFT marketplace. I, I, maybe you know a little bit more about this than I do. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like, I haven't been too, too active on Reddit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a huge, like, I mean, a huge platform, right? And a lot of people do use it, like actively use it every day, right? I know I have friends that, um, you know, they're on it every day. And uh, yeah, so I mean, huge, like a huge uh, client base, right? And that like, it was a smart move. I mean, the thing with these NFTs, like, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I think during crypto winter, NFTs especially are like just by themselves with no utility or any um, use case. Right. It's difficult right now to sell, but I mean, I don't know. So I haven't checked and like, I'm sure that they're doing well, but yeah, it's saying 3 million <laughs> wallets on the platform uh, since, you know, Reddit released its NFT marketplace in July. So um they must have three million people that have picked up nfts or whatever they've got on you know the three million people that have a wallet anyway so well um, the thing yeah, about I mean, adoption but crypto we talk about what is a crypto wallet right uh, th yeah. if 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 that's three three million wallets is i don't know how the open sea how that compares to open sea i mean nfts in general are down across the you know across the globe but mm -hmm. just in terms of adoption getting people that they got a captive audience on reddit you know, it, uh, I don't know how many users are on Reddit. I think it's something like 100 million or more. They were wow. talking about, you know, last year they were talking about doing an IPO. But that 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 speaks to adoption. If people are opening wallets, and so the other one was Warner Brothers releases the Lord of the Rings NFT. So again, I mean, Warner Brothers, and you know, I know you know Dustin. Uh, Dustin's working with some movie, you know, in the movie industry, and and that 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 just speaks again adoption of some a company like warner brothers which is the a traditional movie play um and i guess lord of the rings that franchise was a quite successful i yeah i never did you ever see the lord of the rings oh yeah of course man yeah i mean i haven't watched like all i mean i, I think they had some other ones come out like I, I think i can't remember if i watched the hobbit or whatever but um yeah <laughs> i've seen lord of the rings so it says so the article says that uh it's an nft bundle including the extended version of the 2001 movie Eight hours of special features, image galleries, and hidden AR uh, augmented reality collectibles. So it sounds like there's just more than just here's your NFT. You're getting to be like almost a club. You're in part of the Warner Brothers Club. So they probably have a huge portfolio of uh, movies if you think of the Warner Brothers going past back in time. So that could just start something really big. That could be something really big in my view. Yeah. Well, yeah. And actually, when last time I did talk to Dustin, I think like the company that he works for. They're looking at doing some something like that with NFTs as well. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's it, like, and that's a cool, and I think that's like a cool use of NFTs because 
I mean, you can make like a really rare collectible NFT, put it on block, like on chain. Only one person can own it. You know what I mean? You know who has ownership and stuff, right? So I think it's really but cool. But the bundle, idea. right? The bundle together of other things that you get with it, yeah. like a Mickey Mouse Club, or if you remember, you know, I was in, the, I was a member of the Mickey Mouse Club, but you think of it, that was a big thing when I was growing up and, and maybe yours was Fred. I don't know if yours was uh, Flintstones or something like, you know what I mean? Like, but that was, yours was the, some other club, but literally the, the, those clubs, right? There's value. Imagine going back to some of that Disney, the archive of movies and creating, you know, the NFTs for the entire Disney collection, you know, the Marvel, mm-hmm. I'm sure Marvel has that uh, ability now with the, 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 the different franchises. So anyway, their content that they've got, like literally yesterday, Amazon, you can't just, you can't just get any movie you want. Netflix, you can't get any movie you want. Um, you know, they, they have sub MGM to bolt on to Amazon. So you can get a subscription three months for zero for one month, $3 a month. So you can get all the MGM movies, right? I mean, mm-hmm. It's like everyone has their own content of historically and they, they see the value of releasing that in, in different ways. So, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, it'd be cool to see, what the future will hold for these NFTs and stuff, but yeah, it's uh, you know it's a good good direction, definitely, right? But that kind of a partnership, right? If you're if you're yeah. partnering with, and I think I've spoken about this Ethernity, Ethernity, you know, one of the things they were doing, I don't know if I shared it with you on this podcast or I should, but they're literally they're buying the IP or intellectual property or signing the rights to it with people like Shaq or Muhammad Ali's the estate of Muhammad Ali or Bruce Lee estate or the Beast, who the YouTube you know, the YouTube star who's allegedly worth a few billion dollars. So, you know, and, and, and creating collabs with Manny Pacquiao, the Filipino, uh, the boxer and creating online experiences, you know, virtual experiences to box with him or play, you know, play John Madden football with an NFL, with an NFL player or whatever it is, but through the, mm-hmm. you know, their, their NFT or their, their metaverse experience. So anyway, those oh, partnerships cool. seem to be a, a key because there's content, legacy content. Mark. Yep. quiet tonight mark so no no you're uh, yeah that's pretty cool, your man. shirt is louder than than your uh, voice today all right no <laughs> the last one just a quick one the last one's just shopify partnering with tezos tezo you i think you showed us a tezo wallet on a previous uh the te- the, so the the hard wallet or the the, the external wallet the yeah wallet. that's uh, um I think I think that might be different because I think Tezos is uh, a natural network itself. Okay. I think there's like Tezos network. So anyway, so this yeah. what they're what they're doing. So they're partnering with um, yeah, yeah, Shopify. It's, it's, so allowing their the Shopify businesses to use Web three for in, in part of that is including an NFT loyalty program. Part of Tezos, it's called Taco. I, I mean, again, it's just Shopify is a huge traditional Web two company. Now partnering mm-hmm. with the Web3, that just expands the, the verse and, and gives you know the partnership. It's like it's like who was it? Uh, USDC partnering with Coinbase or no, who was or we uh, I think they, they partnered with like BlackRock or something, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. Or like I think they're an investor or something, right? Yeah, it's pretty I mean, it's pretty cool to see uh, you know, those kind of partnerships, right? So yeah, and I mean like Shopify, actually we looked at using Shopify for our NFTs, but uh, unfortunately our developer like he wasn't quite knowledgeable in the coding of Shopify and the integration on it yeah. into our platform. So we didn't end up using it, but on, you know, it's like PayPal, Shopify, you got, uh, you know, both kind of moving towards the acceptance of crypto payments, right. Which is huge. Yeah. Well, 
Well, okay, let's talk about that now. So we're, since we're on that crypto payments, your uh, friend Elon Musk, we can skip to that one right now. And oh yeah, he yeah, got yeah. a tweet. He picked up a tweet on Elon. I guess going back to you know Jack Dorsey, I guess didn't ignored it or didn't want to adopt it because it's, it's it takes you know you have to integrate that the payment system right and mm -hmm. I don't think allowing people to tip on Twitter which is probably where he's going with this right yeah I mean I think like the options the opportunities are endless right especially because well I mean who knows like how many real users Twitter has but it does have a lot of users right yeah and I think if you can monetize that like I mean it, I was just thinking like if I was Reddit or if I was Twitter, like Reddit opened this NFT marketplace, whatever, like, great. But I mean, if they were smart, they should be opening their own crypto exchange, right? Because they already have the users on the platform that are going to be using it, right? And they, like, who's not going to use, like, look, they already had 3 million people open a wallet. Well, if they had their own crypto exchange, 3 million people would be using the exchange, right? Yeah. But um, Well, anyway, that's so, so, I, so the trip, the, the, the Twitter blue check mark, right? That's it. That's an indication you know, where people have understand the social value of the, the blue, the check mark, right? Mm -hmm. This is, this is where the NFT, the whole value, when I learned, understood the, 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 you know, the, the, the digital check marks that people have had, or the, what you buy on, you know, skins that you buy in Fortnite, that's all just people out there looking for social acceptance or whatever it is. Right. So the validity. Mm -hmm. So Twitter's had that blue check mark for a while. And that little, you know, that bird is pretty valuable. That NFT with a little bird, blue chip on it, right? I mean, you got a blue chip on your shoulder, Mark. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, well, yeah, who knows? And like, I mean, it says crypto, integrate crypto payments. So who knows? I mean, who knows what Musk got in store for it, right? But uh, it'd be very interesting to well, see. Well, that, that opened up uh, Shop, not Shopify. That opened up Instagram when they allow people to pay and, you know, sell their e-commerce. And maybe that opened the door for more Twitter e-commerce on Twitter. I don't, I mean, I, I don't know what you, you can do, but you've got a lot of people that are selling their wares, but I don't think it happens on Twitter. They have to go to, you have to go to their website or there's a lot of crypto people selling their, their advice, their crypto advice, the sports betters offering their advice, but you always have to, if you're on Twitter, you see them, their picks, but it funnels you to their website or other source. Right. So maybe mm -hmm. that's what Instagram is doing, keeping people on that page allowing them to buy and or sell on that site instead of moving to another page or off, off Twitter. So that's, right. I, that, that would be a first step. So making more of an e-commerce play. So people that are up there with the 2 million or 10, whatever it is, followers and with the blue hashtag. Okay. Well, let's move right. to some other things you want. Do you want, is, is there any more comments you want to make about Elon Musk? And the... No, I mean, actually like, I'm not sure if you, if you know, but like Musk, came from paypal right he was one of That's the right. original founders of paypal right. so the paypal but, mafia yeah but i mean if, you if, he, if he's talking about like a payment so hey who knows i mean it could be really maybe he develops a new paypal right using twitter but yeah anyways cool it will be a uh, interesting to see um you know what you want to talk a little bit you want to talk about a little about some of the regulation there was a couple one on the uk and one on japanese i'll let you handle that yeah sure yeah, yeah. so uh yeah also got a tweet today uh this last couple of weeks actually but um so japan is going to allow crypto exchanges to list coins without a screening process so uh, very interesting i mean uh for better or worse we'll see you know how that plays out because that means you can list a bunch of shit coins on there and uh no one's gonna you know, be the wise not the wiser but you know without a screening process it kind of you're like yeah get all kinds of stuff going through there but 
on the bright side, I mean, it's it means the further adoption and like the laxing of crypto regulation in a country like Japan, right? Which is, uh, in my opinion, like, I mean, it's just, again, it's just, who knows how this will play out, but it's just, it's still for me a good thing that, um, you know, they're A, accepting. Well, it might stimulate more investment in, in the country in crypto startups or projects right. that could yeah. have a, a knock-on effect. Um, I know we talked a little bit about Singapore and they're tightening their regulations mm -hmm. regarding retailers and protecting retailers. So this could go the opposite direction. We'll see how it plays out. I mean, during, you know, there's, there's probably examples going both ways um, where the success can be. So early adopters of crypto in Singapore, that got them people come in there. They were, maybe they had, they had the framework, but mm -hmm. uh, you know, I don't know if they were loose, loose in their, their uh, regular regulations, but there was a lot of crypto companies went there. Switzerland in the early days, a lot of companies, Malta back in 2017, 18 company in Malta, Bermuda, mm -hmm. I think was an early adopter. Yep. came in. So there's, there are countries out there which were early adopters of crypto. And so that could help open up the, the door, the framework for, uh, or for, could open it up for, for more companies to in, 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 in Japan to start uh, creating an innovation. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I think like, you know, all these countries now, I think they see the potential and the money that's in crypto and blockchain. Right. So um, and it's not just, you know, it's the creation of jobs. And like you said, like, you know, creation of offices and, um, so that's why all these, I think all these countries are trying to become, you know, the new crypto hub. Like you got like Hong Kong wants to become the new crypto hub. Japan yeah. wants to become the new crypto hub. You know, like all these different countries now they're kind of like fighting to become this crypto hub, right? Because they want to alert all the business and investment that goes with it. Right. So. Well, there's that, there's that, there's that problem. And there's a problem. I was listening to one of the podcasts, either Bloomberg or TechCrunch. They, they literally were talking about how, well, if they don't allow us to do it here, we'll just jump up. We'll just move shop. And go elsewhere, where, there, yeah. where it's a little more favorable environment or regime. So it's not like, you know, even if you do have regulation in one country, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have the universal adoption across the globe because you just won't. Not this point. Right. Yeah, but it's. I think it's just slowly moving towards it. Right, where more and more regulators are uh, are coming through, and and actually, like, kind of leads me into the next one. So um, we got just in. So you well, just in from last week, but. Uh, UK votes in favor of recognizing Bitcoin and crypto as regulated financial instruments. So, I mean, like that's another like, huge, it, it solidifies the adoption of crypto, right? So yeah. anyone that like, all these anti-crypto people or people are saying that crypto is just a fad or it's just like, once it's been recognized as an actual financial instrument by a regulator and like by a country like the UK, I mean, that it's not, it's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? If they, if they had voted not to recognize it as a financial instrument, then you'd be in trouble, right? But I mean, it's a, it's like you now you can trade it like you're trading oil, uh, gold, whatever. It's a, it's a real financial instrument, right? Well, and, so like and to that point, right? To that point, just this week, I, I saw the news here in Canada. Well, simple is allowing uh, staking on their platform, wow. crypto staking. Now it's only two, two coins. I think it was uh, probably Ethereum. Ethereum, I know, uh, it's, um, oh, geez, what's the, I can't even think right now, but uh, so literally that, you know, that's kind of happened as, as an, that's a financial instrument to allow them to stake, right? Straight, straight yeah. crypto. So the, the Solana, is Solana and I think Ethereum, but so well, simple, which is, you know, they're, they're advertising all over. They're all, that's retail investors, right? So allowing yeah. staking and earned, I think there was some kind of, a, I don't know if it's a fixed rate of interest, but 
to your point, back to the UK, Rishi Sunak, the new uh, prime minister, he is crypto. He's, he's he's been known to be a crypto in favor of crypto in the past, and so they feel. I don't know if that legis what you saw as legislation is linked to that, but it certainly is. He's he's in favor of you know the UK being a crypto hub as well. Mm -hmm. I remember that in the past, a couple of years ago. I remember him talking about that being a crypto hub. So that that's probably good news for crypto enthusiasts in in the crypto winter. And yeah, maybe exactly, he'll last. Right? Maybe he'll last more than uh, than two months than Liz trusted. Yes, absolutely. Well, the memes that were going around with that man—that was hilarious. But well, apparently, yeah. the she was the first. She's now the long, the the record for the shortest uh, prime minister. But there was one back in eighteen whatever it was, eighteen oh five. I don't even know the name, but someone made a reference on it, uh, and and the guy said, "Oh, I'm not familiar with that person." And then the other girl, this is on on Bloomberg. So Tom, he, Tom, uh, he he made that that comment on Bloomberg, and she goes, "Yeah, because he was he died in like two hundred years ago, whatever it was, right?" So the the she's holds the record. She beat the previous prime minister by about five days or something like that, the shortest one. Okay, wow. That's so let's switch. Man. Can we switch to your um to your some? Let's look at the Bitcoin charts. Uh, a little chart action. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's uh, it's more exciting than the last few weeks. So let's see what we got here. I mean, that's the other thing. Like the last couple of weeks, the charts really hadn't moved that much at all. You know, um, like it was just really hovering around uh, nineteen thousand. And I mean, now I mean, you can see. And again, this is not trading advice; just uh, <laughs> yeah, personal opinions. But you can see here. So it's uh, on the weekly chart. It's actually crossed over and onto its nine day moving average so it's finding well we'll see what happens this coming week some support but some bottom yeah you can see the metrics here right so if you're looking at the stochastic momentum you can see here it crossed right and that's one of my leading indicators um so you can see that was a couple of weeks ago now where it crossed and since then it's been on a bit of a bull push right where it moved from well you can see at the low it was about eighteen thousand seven hundred. yeah and now we're uh, you know the high twenty thousand six hundred. And it was like, you know, even a few weeks ago or, uh, yeah, whenever the last time we had a meeting, I keep <laughs> saying, like, I, I just, my gut feeling is telling me there's going to be this weird, like, bull, like, bear, bear market rally, right? So we'll see a short bear uh, bull run. And uh, after that, I think we'll just see a continued sell down, right? So, like like we said, you know, at the beginning, we're just waiting on the, on the monthly chart here. We're just waiting for the 9-day, 20-day to catch up because there's, like, such yeah. a big sell down, right? Yeah. And it's uh, it's finally almost there, you know, so to be determined what the next couple of months will hold. Uh, but I mean, my projections would be that we're going to see continued sell down and bear market. Right. But uh, hopefully the opposite. But uh, yeah, it's pretty much where we're at now. Uh, my projections, I guess, for this coming week. Well, um, I mean, it really depends what what's tomorrow holds but uh i think we put, could potentially see it go up to twenty two thousand uh within the next week or two but uh yeah i guess to be determined yeah i mean i'm a, i guess if you study the technical charts right these are literally technical trading and people live and die by this and and you know there are there are probably if you looked at the wider twenty thousand crypto coins or whatever the the, the basket of them are uh, mm -hmm. I think people are getting more creative and we're going to find some more news, Mark, in the coming weeks where, you know, the traditional assets, uh, we've talked about this in the past that you've mentioned it, the synthetic assets where you can trade 
you know, either a basket of yeah. crypto with a, together with a basket of uh, regular traditional stocks or maybe two pair, pair them together. Would it just be pairs or would you have baskets or how would you, how would you look at that? Yeah, well, you can kind of do whatever, right? So, I mean, for our exchange, that's what we're like, that's what we're doing, right? So um, it's actually pretty unique what we're doing. So we've got a collateralized asset pool like GMX. So you can come and do like swaps. You can deposit whatever we're holding in the collateral pool. Yeah. And then we're synthetically creating assets. So you can deposit and then you can, um, you know, trade any of the assets and that th we. That would be a financial instrument, right? To the point about the Japanese or, you know, UK recognizing these as financial instruments, which is staking pools is now getting more legitimacy. If wealth simple, you know, these are picking up as traditional financial instruments now or not traditional, but as financial instruments. So. Then the accountants will gasp, you know, the accountants will come in and put that as a financial instrument number 57 or whatever it is, I for S57. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, it's well, true, man. Yeah. They, they'll, they, I mean, on your on your balance sheet, it would show up as, depending on what your holding period is, but uh, it could show, it would definitely show up as a financial. As yeah, a with mark to markets and sort of, you know, and then that's where people will be hesitant to if, if, the, if the volatility, but the crypto volatility has been the volatility has been low. Bitcoin volatility has been quite low over the last few weeks uh, or the last yeah, few actually, months. There was another article that I found back that we'd shared. Uh, I don't think we we didn't talk about it on this one, but where I think it, it said Bitcoin or crypto had lower volatility yeah. than the S and P and, and Nasdaq for the last yeah. whatever couple of weeks or months yeah. it was. Which is it's, yeah. it's ironic, right? Because. But that VIX, right? That VIX for trading. And I remember so going back a few years back when Dustin, I'd get Dustin. So he, we literally traded the VIX as a, as a you know, because it was so, you know, the, the upper, I can't remember, it was either up or down. And it's, he goes, based on that historical technical trade, it was, it was supposed to go down or up. I can't remember. I'm just here to, I just remember that because it, you know, it hits points where people say it's historically it just can't go any lower. It doesn't. That doesn't mean it's not going to, but, you know, it's kind of like that probabilistic or probability of going up or down so when there's no volatility it's just this flat like we've it's been flat as yeah. you've shown yeah yeah it's an interesting uh trading strategy on the vix but uh yeah all right mark well good any so any last words then from the the crypto 5 to 8 team uh no stay tuned for our nft launch going up uh hopefully this week so yeah well, I'm uh, hoping that by next uh, next Sunday we can have share some links on the uh, NFT marketplace. Great. All right, Mark. Well, have a great rest of the great week until we come back for the next crypto update. We'll uh, see you then. Sounds good, brother. Cheers, Talk Mark. to you later. Yeah.